Girlfriends, welcome to another episode of Girlfriends and Goals. We're your hosts, Miosha and Samaria. This podcast is a space where we'll talk about friendships, life goals, a little bit of pop culture, and all things womanhood. On today's episode, we are discussing women proposing to men, marriage, that is. <laughs> um, so we definitely have a good episode in store. But if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure that you subscribe to our channel and give this video a thumbs up. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please write a review and leave us a five-star rating. Okay, so this is an interesting topic to me. I remember being... And I think my junior year of college, and I took this business law class. It was either sophomore or junior year. And I don't know how it came up, but someone said something about proposals. And the professor was like, come on, it's 2010 or whatever year it was. (laughs) It's 2010. (laughs) Women can propose to men, right? My wife proposed to me and we're still married. And I thought it was interesting then, but then I was having a conversation with a friend recently And the way she put it was kind of like, yeah, if, you know, you're a woman and you want to marry that man, why not, you know, go ahead and propose marriage. And so I wanted to bring it to the podcast and ask you, why do you think it's something that might be appealing to some women to propose today? I think it could be appealing if you don't want to be in the position of waiting. So in a traditional Mm -hmm. proposal for marriage, typically a woman and man are dating and they progress. And at some point he proposes marriage. Now I will say that I think most people will probably have a conversation around maybe when they would want to get married, if they want to be married before asking, but Mm -hmm. maybe that's an assumption that I shouldn't be making. (laughs) And you'll have to tell me if we're on the same page with that. But I'd assume that a conversation or two would have probably been had. And then a man gets a ring. He asks for her hand in marriage. He may speak to her family or not, ask for her hand in marriage, and that's it. But if you don't want to be in the position of waiting for him to ask, and you'd feel more comfortable with progressing things I guess more on your timeline or when you feel comfortable or you feel the urge, Mm -hmm. then yeah, it would be appealing to you. Yeah. So that's uh, what my friend was saying. So I actually, uh, we had that conversation once, like a few weeks ago. And then the following week I actually asked and I'm like, tell me more about this. And her thing was, she's just not in favor of the proposal, like being a surprise. So, you know, in the movies, they make it seem like, <laughs> you know, we're at a crossroads in our relationship. I want to win this person back. And then marriage is the thing. Like Tay Diggs and the best man when he proposed at his friend's wedding and didn't even have a ring. Like, I feel like that's what you see a lot in media. You don't really see the conversations that go on behind the scenes. So she was saying, I think with two adults, it should be more of a 
um, negotiation and then you guys decide, okay, we're going to be married. So um, she didn't really envision like a proposal really happening. And if it did, definitely not a surprise. But I think one of the reasons why it might be appealing is in line with what you said, like not wanting to wait on anybody's timeline. So maybe people see it as, oh, I'm in charge if I'm the one doing the proposal. So maybe that logic is what makes it more appealing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of see it differently, but that's really why I wanted to have this conversation because I, I want to say get to the bottom of why we feel how we feel about it. Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed to that's just what it's, you know, that's what it's been, that's what's been passed down to us. And that's what society tells us or whatever. Yeah, I also think what could be appealing is, I think it could maybe set the tone from the beginning of, as, as your friend mentioned, mm -hmm. it being more of a mutual negotiation or discussion and not hey, I ask you, you say yes. <laughs> and it's feeling very one-sided. So yeah. maybe it's appealing in that, hey, we're going to set the tone from the beginning of maybe how the dynamic of this relationship will move forward mm -hmm. uh, instead of it starting out maybe more one-sided. I don't know. I, I, the whole proposing to men is, I don't know, like I've seen it, but it's still kind of taboo for me. So I will say, I feel like I'm reaching to find mm -hmm. why it would be appealing. Not that I'm against it. People have to do what will work for them, but it's still very taboo for me just because I don't see it very often. And I haven't seen it in my personal life with people okay. that I know. Now I was going to ask you why you feel like it's taboo. So, you know, outside of, oh, I just haven't seen it. If you mm -hmm. get on the internet and you see somebody proposing, like what feeling or a woman proposing to a man, what feelings come up in you about that whole scenario? Well, first it will probably be a lot of projecting of like, because that I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't propose to a man. So my first <laughs> thoughts and feelings will be like, girl, no, get up, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> And not in a, oh, I'm judging her way. It's just yeah. me projecting. I wouldn't do that or want that for me. So I don't want that for her or you either. <laughs> so why would you recommend not proposing to a man? Like we talked about how it may be taboo. We don't see it very often. Mm -hmm. We talked about why it may be appealing, but why would you say like, eh, I wouldn't recommend that you do that. You know, I, first of all, I wouldn't make a recommendation to anybody who I don't have a personal relationship with. So uh, I want to make sure that's clear because we don't know who might like hear or watch this. And so I'm not mm -hmm. making recommendations to people who I don't know about their personal life. But my thinking behind it is I think there might be a little bit of power in the like receiving of the proposal too if that makes yeah. sense like there's power on both ends yeah so no. I understand <laughs> I understand the not like wanting um to wait situation because you do see that very often you see where it's like oh I was ready and he wasn't and so I had to wait or you see like when it's been 
you know, a couple's been together for eight years, people automatically are like, oh, she's letting him drag her along for the ride, you know? Like, so mm-hmm. I think whether we like it or not, society does kind of seep into how we move in the world. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so my reaction, more my reason for not being the one to initiate that would uh, would be because I do think that there's a beautiful power surrounding, okay, I get to choose whether I want to accept this proposal, you mm-hmm. know, um, that you're giving me or not. And I think for me, being the one to decide that um, or being the one to have someone come to me and propose something and then being the one to accept or deny uh I don't know, it feels good a little bit. Here's why I feel weird saying that is because I know that relationships aren't um, like, it's not a power struggle, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I want to be careful about how I phrase what I just said. Probably still didn't do a good job. But um, (laughs) how I phrase what I said, um, just because I don't want it to come off as if, oh, well, I have the upper hand and this person doesn't because they're bringing a proposal to me. That's not it at all. But on the flip side, if you're in the position of asking, there's power in that too. As you mentioned, majority of what we see is women waiting, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe being drug along, wasting their time. And the man is in the position of power in initiating or not, because it's, they're not asking so you can't say yes or no so I also want to add to that I think most women from my very limited experience want to be pursued and so you mentioned being in the position of power um, in accepting or denying but I also think there's this dynamic of Typically, men pursue women in terms of dating and maybe moving the relationship forward. And I think some women enjoy being pursued and part of being proposed to is, I think, also a level of them pursuing the next level of the relationship with you. So, yeah, I don't know. this is so well, maybe it's not complicated. Maybe I'm just making it that way in my head because I really want to like unpack why it's, you know why it is that and I don't want to say oh you know that's just the traditional way and I'm such a traditional person but there are other things that are traditional where I'm like eh, that doesn't necessarily work for me but with this it's not the case and I also want to steer away from being like oh um you you know how you hear people say oh well uh, women mature faster than men. And so, you know, where you might be ready, <laughs> you, know, you don't know if they really are. So by them being the one initiating stuff, it shows that they're actually prepared for what that next step might entail. Um, mm-hmm. So like, sometimes I do see that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, logic play out, but everybody's different and so I don't want to make that kind of like um yeah I don't I don't want to make that type of a generalization okay I'll also add another reason why I wouldn't recommend that you propose Mm -hmm. is if you would have an issue 
with how other people will perceive it or what other people have to say about it. Oh, yeah. Because people will definitely ask their societal expectations. And so I'd say if you are going to propose, be very comfortable in that space, in that position. Um, people will ask even years down the line, once you've been married, well, what was the engagement like? And mm -hmm. how was the proposal? People will continue to ask. So if you are not comfortable with that, yeah, I wouldn't, and you're standing 10 toes down and you're going to feel a way that people may not agree with it or have certain feedback about it, mm -hmm. then I would not recommend that you do it because it will continue to come up. Yeah. And if somebody is like say, dragging their feet, then there might be other things to look out for, you know, like if you guys haven't been able to come to come get on the same page about the timing of it all, then maybe that there's there's something else that needs to be um to be looked at. So speaking of timing, something I wanted to ask you is, do you think that there's a difference between a woman proposing to a man and her giving like an ultimatum or engagement timing expectation? I'm not the biggest fan of ultimatums. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I do think I am, what I am a big fan of <laughs> is knowing what your timeline is and the, the max amount of time that you'd be willing to be in a situation without it progressing if that's what mm. you want you know so I am like really serious about setting your own timeline you can discuss it with that other person and if that's not what they see for themselves and you don't see a compromise then I would suggest finding your way out of that you know mm -hmm. um but I don't know that it's fair to demand like hey it's either me in this time or nothing so yeah, I'm, mm. I'm not a huge fan of them but um not to say that and nobody else can do that but I'm just not a huge fan of like the whole ultimatum thing mm. so I guess it would be the wording and the way the conversation goes that makes a difference it being more of a mutual discussion about when things are moving forward mm -hmm. um and I guess a part of that is it is it you communicating like hey by this time if we have it then it's okay, I'm good? Or is that something you just keep to yourself and you hope that they figure it out by that day? No, definitely not a keeping to myself thing, but I don't think there's anything wrong. We did an episode uh, on like tough dating questions. I think that's what it was worded as. Okay. Uh, and in that episode, I said something that I'll echo here. And that's, I am a huge, huge huge <laughs> mm -hmm. a fan of asking the questions and, and making things plain towards the beginning just so you know okay how much on the same page are we so that's something that I would say hey you know like I I kind of see this timeline for myself what do you see and start from there <laughs> and that mm -hmm. is in my opinion the first conversation uh, about that whole situation now, it's not the only one. There are several along the way that I think need to be had. But yeah, I think bringing it up initially and just saying, hey, these are like my expectations for myself. How do you feel about it? What are your expectations for yourself? Do you have a timeline? Do you have a plan? Like, 
tell me, tell me more about you. Let me know so I know if this is something that I even want to dive into. You know? Yeah, let you know if you're compatible in that aspect. And I think some women can feel pressure to not bring up questions around marriage or timing, engagement yeah. in an attempt to not scare guys off. But if that scares them off, then how do you think they're going to connect the dots and follow the steps of yeah. getting the ring proposing? <laughs> if speaking of a commitment is that scary, then imagine what the actual commitment is like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you're taking the safe route. And I get it. You maybe don't want to mess up what you see as a good thing in that moment. Uh, but I think that could potentially lead to both of y'all's time being wasted if you just aren't talking about it. So. I know I know we're off this, but I kind of wanted to say um, about the whole like proposal thing. Because uh, I my head's like, my mind is like spinning. I think I like the idea of someone humbling themselves to ask for my hand in marriage. Like, I like the idea of a man <laughs> uh, saying, you know what, this is the future I want, being decisive enough about mm -hmm. the future that he wants and about the person that he sees that future with to like humble himself, have the conversations with family if that's necessary, uh, or come to you know you and ask that question and say, hey, I see this for my life. Would you join me on that journey? I like that idea. And I do think it plays into me being more traditional and obviously like where I'm from. So, you know, within an African family, it, it kind of seems, um, it's like unheard of for the woman <laughs> to go into, you know, like, and, and that's not to say one society is, is better than the other, because I definitely think that there are things within our societies too, that, you know, could, could be looked at, definitely deserve a second look. Like when the marriage happens, does mm -hmm. that dynamic flip on its head? You know, the one who came and humbly asked now are the roles reversed and the wife has to be a certain way throughout the rest of the marriage or whatever. But I think I am traditional enough that I like the idea of someone being like, hey, this is what I see mm -hmm. for my life. And you're the person who I would like to have on that journey with me. And um, hopefully by this time, conversations have been had about what that woman's vision and future might be and they're both like mm -hmm. compatible and agreed upon how they can move forward but yeah something about them just likes that idea <laughs> okay so does that transfer in terms of dating because you know some women they do shoot their shot initiate mm -hmm. you know maybe a dating situation moving forward or is that just reserved for marriage I so I like it in dating too. <laughs> like I'll be honest, but that's that's me personally. But like if I had a friend, like I would never say to a friend, "Yeah, you need to propose marriage to uh, uh, anybody." But mm -hmm. if they were like, "Oh, I'm really interested in this person," I might say, "Oh, well, go introduce yourself." Like <laughs> yourself. <laughs> it's not a it's not a proposal. You're not asking them to be anything to you, but. 
I would not mind like someone shooting their shot, you know, <laughs> that. I, I guess there's, there's levels to shooting your shot. There's introducing yourself like, hi, I'm Miosha. Or there's asking for someone's number, inviting them out for lunch. I mean, there's levels <laughs> to shooting your shot. And I think for me, I just think it's the tone that it sets along with some of the other things that you talked about in terms of maybe it being more traditional, mm -hmm. but I'm big on just how you start things. It's okay. probably the energy that carries throughout. Not to say things can't change, mm -hmm. but as you mentioned, you said you like, there was just something about a man humbling himself and realizing like, oh, I want you to be a part of my life. Yeah. But That's for me, hard. I think, right. <laughs> I think it also just sets the tone from the beginning. And I think I do maybe have more traditional thoughts and values as well. It's like, where does it stop and end? It's okay. If you propose marriage, does that mean that you buy your own ring or you expect for him to buy it? Okay. <laughs> I don't I, know. I, I do want to explain that because you said it sets the tone. So you've mentioned the whole ring purchasing but what else do you feel like it sets the tone for? Because I think this is where I might maybe see things differently. It's not my experience. So I am definitely just like going based off of what I think, you know, what I can put mm -hmm. together in my head. But when you say set the tone, paint the picture for me long-term on what that looks like or what you see that as. Well, I don't know about specific things. Mm -hmm. I just know that, for me in the energy of shooting a shot or asking a guy out, proposing marriage, I what resonates with me is if a man is in the pursuit or in the lead position of progressing the relationship mm -hmm. and I'm in the position of, of course, being able to say yes or no, yeah. but yeah. I want to be pursued. And that energy, of course, it has to evolve with time and in terms of like affection and effort, you have to reciprocate. No one wants to be in a one-sided relationship, but that's what I mean by just setting the tone of, hey, I'm interested. I'm going to take the effort mm -hmm. or the first pace position of moving things forward. Okay. So I don't know if there's a specific like, oh, then he does X, Y, Z when you have been together for X years. I don't know what that looks like, but I know that, as a woman, I don't want to be in a position of pursuing a man or pushing something forward. I need it to be your idea first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what level of shoot your shot, since there's levels to it, <laughs> what level of shoot your shot are you comfortable with? <laughs> you can give me specifics on this one. I might smile at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just being silly I'm just being silly. I mean I do think that there's a way that I would initiate conversation or show interest not be standoffish and cold obviously but I would never ask for a guy's number mm -hmm. ask him out on the first date no that just yeah. didn't <laughs> resonate with me uh but only because I if I know that I wouldn't, I wouldn't put on in that way if I didn't have intention on continuing 
that or to be in that lead position going forward if I wouldn't feel comfortable with it because I wouldn't want to send mixed messaging or signals and they're like oh well she'll be the one to progress or move things forward Mm. no that would have to be a conversation very early on like listen I know I asked you out but right but (laughs) it stops here (laughs) now if you want it you're gonna have to come see me you have to ask me but uh if you don't, this is going nowhere. Maybe that's how it's done. If if that's what somebody wants. Some people might be comfortable. Like I, I so I like very much being in con- control of situations, but this is one where I just feel like if you don't have that energy towards me that made you want to initiate things, I don't know that that's what I want. Like I I don't mind being in control of like career these aspirations you know (laughs) but with that eh. also i'll I'll reciprocate (laughs) also um if you are more traditional and say you want to take your spouse's last name you know it's like okay well you asked them i mean they they would even have to tell you yay or nay if if that's i don't know what they would be okay with um like I said, most men, I think, are still proposing. Yeah. So why would you think dating is different from proposing marriage? I have. Well, because marriage, <laughs> yeah, marriage is a contract. It's um a spiritual connection, you know, if you're religious. And so one is a much bigger deal than the other, even in terms of what it means for your life and commitment and responsibilities moving forward. And so you saying, oh, hey, I'm interested in you or, hey, we should start dating. You know, that they, they have no legal bounds to you mm-hmm. in anything. So yeah, it, it's very different. Yeah. I think one is like, oh, yeah. it feels good. And then the other is like, oh no, things just got real, real. <laughs> Yeah, especially in terms of like, if you were to, um, you know, shoot your shot beyond the smile or beyond the introduction, which is what I said, like, you could decide tomorrow, you know what, Mm, not really feeling this, cut ties. It should be that easy, hopefully. But Mm -hmm. if you, you know, are asking for a marriage, and then you get into the marriage, there's just a whole lot of other things that come to play. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that wouldn't, wouldn't even be the case with, with dating. And I think it's different too, just because people wouldn't make such a big deal about, oh, has he proposed or not? Are you moving forward? Are you married or not? Mm-hmm. Clearly there's a different weight put on one versus the other, mm-hmm. uh, just because of the pressure, I think that's there on women and on some men to get married. Um, and that can also leave women maybe feeling a certain way when a guy isn't moving forward. It's like, okay, well, is there a problem as to yeah. why you're not pursuing more of a commitment with me? Is there interest? Like, and when I say interest, I don't mean like, do you think I'm a cool person? <laughs> Cause obviously, no, <laughs> but you know, is there, is there interest in like committing to this? long term not just kicking it um so you know what sorry 
because we've talked a lot about like the negotiation mm-hmm. I almost want to talk about like what does that what does that look like um it's a fine line because I think mm-hmm. that I do think conversation should be had about what you want, your desires, expectations. But I also think that you just have to be mindful of the frequency, the wording that you're using. Hmm. Because people can be influenced by those types of heavy conversations in the speed at which they move forward. If they feel like maybe they're being held to the fire about something. And so I do think conversation should be had. I just think there's a fine line between desires, conversations, and ultimatums. Mm-hmm. And I would hate for either side, even if it's a woman proposing to a man or feeling that pressure where someone feels like, oh, I have to act now or I'm going to lose out, even if they're really not ready. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's just where the fine line is of, you almost want people to be ready when they're ready, but also you don't want your time to be wasted. That's so how do you yeah. get in the middle or find that sweet spot? Yeah. You know what's funny? Oh, uh, I this was some time ago, but um met someone who it was just very clear, like everybody around them was getting married and mm. that's what they wanted. And I felt like the pressure probably from the first conversation that I had with this person that they were making a mental note of like how I answered questions. And I was just like, as someone who, you know, also wanted to go down that path, it just felt like too much too soon. And so Mm. when you were talking about, oh, those are heavy conversations, I'm, I'm a pretty heavy conversation person, but not on the first day of meeting somebody like not at our very first conversation because then it just seems like I'm I have a position that needs to be filled and so I'm asking you these questions so that the position can be filled as opposed to I'm trying to get to know you and see if you're even the person who I would want to audition for this position you know like audition Mm -hmm. for this role so I I definitely agree with you with conversations feeling very very heavy but I think the second that you know you're getting serious with somebody that's a conversation that needs to happen if it is a deal breaker for you um yeah it's not then it's not so like I remember um Tabitha Brown's story she and her Mm -hmm. husband were together for some time and she you know they met young so I don't know that I'm I'm telling a 19 year old to have those types of mm-hmm. conversations or a 17 year old or whatever, but um, she said, you know, she wanted marriage for some time and it just wasn't something that he was into. And then mm. he said that they went to maybe like a church program and he saw the way that those men spoke about being married and talked about their feelings about the commitment. And that changed it for him because he had never seen men talk about marriage in that way. And um, he hadn't seen it as a way to like honor the person that he was with in the way that they put it. And so then he started to make the steps towards, hey, I actually, let's let's get married. I want this. And so she kind of just waited for him to be ready, which goes back to the unfortunate part about 
the women. Yeah, because what if they never went to this event and he heard the right words from the right, right people? I mean, a God lot was of things working, but yeah, had to align and that's beautiful for them. Yeah. But a lot of young women, um, I think, are in a waiting position. I would also add to that you mentioned earlier about just having in your mind kind of what you want. Okay, if it doesn't happen by this time, I'm okay with moving on. I think that that takes a lot of courage in just wisdom Mm -hmm. to kind of identify with, okay, I'm going to cut my losses or I'm going to, I don't want to say wait it out, but give that person the time and space to move forward at their own pace. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think it just takes a lot of courage to say like, okay, well, if it doesn't happen, I'm okay with moving on just because other people can put pressure as well because like, oh, well, y'all have been already dating for five years. And yeah. it's like, well, what's another six months to a year? Yeah. After from, what five. She said, from what she said, she had kind of made her peace with it. Like, I know this is the person that I want to be with. So whatever. But I I think when I hear stories mm-hmm. like that, um, I'm like, I wonder how younger people are hearing this, you know, I wonder if they're hearing it like, oh, see, you know, God put him in the right place at the at the right time. And he heard this message at the church and it's going to happen for me too. And I think a lot of times when we hear these stories, we don't, we think it's the norm as opposed to the exception. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's usually my fear with like following um, celebrity couples or, you know, famous people, whatever, um, and holding on too tightly to their story because everybody's story is different. So the person that you're you're with, they might never get that revelation and it might be best. Oh, for yeah. You. Yeah. So don't don't be so caught on, oh, this happened for this person. So it has to happen for me because everybody's story, everybody's journey is different. Yeah. I mean, look at Chrissy and Jim Jones. I mean, he he oh. hasn't valued marriage or didn't see it as important. And she yeah. said something similar to where she made peace with yeah. it and which is like oh it's whatever I know I want to be with him we're going to be together mm-hmm. but either way I think you should make sure that you're okay with whichever way yeah. you're going to make peace with it so yeah and I like that you added the long-term part earlier too because it's not just oh I'm okay with it in this moment but really I that long-term thing will have me switching up decisions in a heartbeat. Like <laughs> if I can't be okay with it 10 years from now, like 10 years from now, when I'm telling people this story, am I really going to feel my best self and my most confident self saying, Hey, this is the, this is my love story. Will I think of this story with like this pride or will I be a little bit embarrassed, you know, so that <laughs> I'm glad you brought up story because it made me think back to the actress. I believe her name is Jody Turner Foster. Is that her name? Oh, you know, I thought it was Turner Smith. But Turner I- Smith. You might be right. Jody Turner Smith. I know who you're talking about. Jody you Turner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how her story went viral a few years ago where her husband was recounting how they met um, and how she basically proposed to him after like a one night stand situation. And I just remember it set Black Twitter off. (laughs) Everyone was just in a roar because they were just 
feeling a way that she proposed to him and moved things forward. And the way that he said it was in like a joking way, very lighthearted. They've been married for a while. They have a child together. Mm -hmm. Clearly, this is where this man wants to be, but it's just still taboo to hear women moving things forward. Um, and I, yeah. I think I, I think I want it to stay taboo a little bit, like, cause I, mm. I understand, um, you know, we like women are still having to find their power in a lot of situations, but I, this is just me. I, I think the, the power is, is okay in this situation. As long as there aren't surprises, like my friend said, and as long as there are conversations that I am equally a part of, like, mm -hmm. I think it's it's okay, but that's that's just me. <laughs> that's yeah. just me. Um, okay, so we've talked a lot about women and how women feel about the proposing to the men and all of that. Do you know men in your life? I actually asked a couple in mm. mine. Do you know men who are comfortable with the tables being well? That's not really the tables being turned. But do you know men who are comfortable with being proposed? Two. I don't personally know any man who would be okay with being proposed to, but I do know men who are okay with a woman shooting their shot mm -hmm. and initiating and doing all of that. But for some reason, the proposal thing, they're like, no, I would still propose. Yeah. 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 You know what's funny is I, I, I'm careful about like listening to men on certain things. Like this is, mm. this is my opinion. I don't need to listen to every man's opinion on everything. I don't need to listen to a man saying women need to be more this or women need to be more that. I think you find the person you're compatible with. And of course their opinion matters, but these people who are like on, on Twitter or on YouTube shouting, women should do this and mm -hmm. men need to be this. Like, you're not a man if you don't fall for somebody else that is a man. Um, mm -hmm. But I say all that to say, there's this uh, podcast that I've seen here on YouTube. I think it's called Dear Wifey. Maybe mm, Dear oh, Wifey yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah I think there's another name. Is it just Dear Wifey? Mm -hmm. Okay, so the guy says something like, um, women women should present not pursue so what you were talking earlier mm. about i might smile at you i thought about that <laughs> but also because it's advice that came from a man it was just like generalized i'm like uh i don't know if i want to hear it <laughs> but, but i do um yeah it, in my case that's something that i would agree with for me but if someone else wanted to i don't know go farther than that in the dating situation I'll be like okay girl do your thing yeah. yeah so do you know any men who will be okay with being proposed to I don't but also keep in mind that a lot of my circle is um like African men and it's just mm -hmm. not really even even here in America I feel like it's not really the culture so it's no I the only time <laughs> I see it is maybe like these videos on Facebook or Instagram where they go viral and even still in the comments, you, you know, some it. people are like, oh, good for her. And then, and other people are like, absolutely not. Stand up. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's just one of those seen on TV things for me. 
yeah. from my limited experience. So, but I will say most everyone I've known to get married in the past, call it five years, the conversations have been had beforehand. I don't know anyone who's gotten proposed to that they didn't know that at least it was coming within the next six months to a year. Yeah, they say like the proposal should be a surprise, but not like the whole engagement. <laughs> like, right. Like we know we're getting engaged and then like surprise me with like where it's done or how it's done. How it's done. Not that it's actually but, happening. <laughs> but you'd be surprised even when I got engaged, a lot of people ask me, well, did you know or did you think did it was you see co it coming? <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't, that would make for an awkward yes or no. <laughs> Honestly, if I did it, it would be a no. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, we've never talked about what that might look like for us. And you're just asking me all of a sudden, like, uh-uh. Yeah, and I think most people, they probably look at rings or talk about wedding. Like, oh, do you want a big wedding, a small wedding? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I just think most people are having these conversations. And so the when and the how is the cherry on top. I think most people you know are. I, I don't know if most people just out here are. Well, well, more more so, I don't know if that surprise element mm. is there. I think, yeah, that's the piece I'm talking about. Not that everyone is having these specific conversations, but I don't, I think most people are like, oh, okay, I could be getting engaged within the next year. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even as a man, I mean, that would be risky. You're going to go spend thousands of dollars on a ring, play a proposal that she might say yes to. You I need know. a sure yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're doing it in public or in front of family or friends. <laughs> oh, gosh. That just added a whole other uh, dimension to it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. So actually, before we go into the next segment just some of your thoughts around this idea what would you advise a friend if they came to you and they said Miosha I am thinking about proposing to my person well the first thing I would say is and this would be a girlfriend a woman like a close friend yes. yeah not a guy friend um is one I would ask are you do you think that they would be okay with you proposing to them have you talked about marriage and do you have an inkling of would they feel a way mm -hmm. you being the woman proposing marriage mm -hmm. um are you okay with what's to come in terms of perception your feedback from family I know we all like to say like oh well, I don't care what people think and how they feel but but we care a little bit <laughs> yeah we most people I think do care uh and your spouse too because they're a part of the proposal and it's the marriage as well too. so yeah you may not care but then maybe they do care in that they have to go back to their family and explain why you asked and they <laughs> didn't just make sure that you're okay with that yeah. um and also just have conversations around okay maybe once you've done it conversations around expectations of maybe the, the dynamics or expectations going forward if you are more traditional or they are kind of, what does that look like? Do you want them to buy the ring? 
even though you've asked, uh, do you want to take their last name? Um, just like, what will things look like once that's set in motion? Because as Samaria said earlier, um, you know, even if you shoot your shot, you maybe don't want that energy to continue. Yeah, so I would yeah. just say, have that conversation sooner rather than later, if that's maybe not the tone that you want to set going forward. Yeah, I think one question that I would ask is, why do you think they haven't taken that step yet with you? Uh, because maybe they feel like, I'm not in a financial position where I'm ready for a marriage, or I want to accomplish a few more things as, you know, an unmarried person before I take that step. Or, you know, maybe I need to see more in this relationship before I'm confident to spend my life with you. Whatever the case might be, I would want them to really reflect on why that person hasn't taken the step with them first. Because, um, you know, sometimes, like, say, best case scenario, this person, like, really cares for you and wants to hang in there with you, they might go along with it just for the sake of it being you and them caring and not wanting to miss out on the opportunity, but it might come up later on in life. So I think if we consider why the other person hasn't taken that step, uh, whether or not they're even ready for that step, that might be a, a, a first, the first thing to consider before going to do that. And then honestly, I might, I might be like, maybe we could just wait, girl. Like maybe, maybe let's not do it right now. Like maybe let's have- You would tell her to wait? I, if it's somebody who's very close to me, like if it's an associate, you know, then I'd be like, you know what's best for you, girl. But if it's like, like I'm thinking about my very close circle. Um, also here. I'm thinking about my very close circle because as far as I know, um, none of them, this isn't the ideal situation for any of them. So if they came to me and they were considering that, I would want to know what changed. And that's why I might be like, girl, maybe we should wait because I know that you've expressed to me several times this isn't something that you want. And so the mm. change might concern me. So that's how I might go. Like if, if Miosha came to me, if you came to me and you were like, I am thinking about it, girl, I'm going to do it. I went to the jeweler already. All of this, I'd be like, okay, maybe slow your roll a little bit. Like, let's not. And I, she's rolling her eyes because little miss, I might smile at you, would never. But that's why I would be concerned as a friend. Yeah. Um, if, a close friend. Yeah. You know your friends. Um, exactly. Def- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So know. it depends on, on the friend, but uh, for me, it's probably a no. And I understand that, you know, society is evolving to different things. This is one way that I'm not too sure that we should go, but it's one way that I'm, I'm not going as I evolve yeah. um, along with society. Yeah. It's just not for me. All right. Uh, for our okay. YouTube people, let us know in the comments your thoughts around this. Are we being a little too traditional? Like, what do you think and why? Let us know in the comments. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen, go on ahead to our YouTube page and comment and let us know. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to get into our next segment, which is called Girl What's Good, where we talk about something we've been loving for the past couple of weeks it could be a book a store a bottle of wine anything we've been loving so Samaria what's been good with you 
Okay, so I have been doing a Pilates with this lady on YouTube. Hmm. And it's um she is a black lady and her name is Issy Welly, I-S-I-W-E-L-L-Y. And okay. so she does like 20 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour um, of different levels of Pilates. And I have really been liking it. She is very much a teacher. So I feel like she's instructing properly, especially when you're you're not in the same room with someone. You want mm-hmm. someone who's giving you the pointers to make sure that your form is good. But she does different levels too. I obviously <laughs> am very much a beginner. So those are the videos I watch, but she has several different levels and she's been doing this for many, many years. So yeah, I I highly recommend her channel. Again, it's Issy Welly and she does I think just Pilates videos. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. I have to check that out. I um I've been wanting to go to one in person. My gym, they offer it, but you have to pay another fee for the Pilates classes. Really? Yeah. So they have different ones. They have the Pilates Fusion, yeah. which is already included, but the one that I want to try with the reformer, uh, you have to pay extra. So I was like, uh, oh, let me start with the fusion one or like YouTube just to make sure. Um, or I may try just like a Pilates studio mm-hmm. that offers like a beginner level class. Cause I was interested in kind of learning how to mani- use the reformer. Um, yeah. It looks intimidating, but I'm like, oh, maybe I should just give it a try. It's, it's all intimidating to me, but I, I try to look up like black YouTubers who do different things that I want. So like if I want an ab workout, I try to find a black YouTuber um, mm-hmm. to watch. Just it's a different way of supporting even yeah. though it's not like money, but I was really happy to find her, her channel. So yeah, there's this brand of wine called Mayomi and I had seen like commercials for it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm a creature of habit. And once I find something I like, that's it. So for years, I would just drink the Apothic Red. You can find it at any store. I think I've mentioned it Mm -hmm. probably two years ago at this point. But either way, I have been seeing this brand of wine. And one day I was at Costco and this lady, a black lady, had like two cases worth. (laughs) And I was like, I have to give this wine a try. It's delicious. It's I think it's a red blend Mm -hmm. and so it's probably not the best tasting wine to like the wine snobs or the wine aficionados who (laughs) really are into wine but for us regular red wine drinkers uh it's really good but yeah I highly suggest it it's very balanced not too sweet um not too tart doesn't give you a headache uh yeah Mayomi you can find it at any store I feel like it's Runs about eighteen to nineteen dollars usually. Costco, I think, is sixteen, so even oh. better. But yeah, Mayomi. Well, all right, yeah. there you have it. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Girlfriends and Goals Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals Podcast to share your thoughts on this topic. And if you haven't subscribed already, please go ahead and do that now. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. Until next time, bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,